We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster alongside you on this day. Tommy, it's been KU and... Iowa State's tournament to have in most years. Listen to this. Since 2013, since 2013, right? We're looking at a decade here. There has been one Big 12 tournament winner, not Kansas or Iowa State, and it was Texas last year. Uh, Sorry, Texas two years ago. Um, Kansas won it last year. That's insane. Right, like the dominance that these two teams have had in this tournament is just wild in recent years. With all the good teams that have come out of the Big Twelve, we've had—I mean, Baylor was a flipping national champion, and Tech was almost a national champion in that same time frame. Yet these two teams in this tournament continue to just dominate it. Weird things happen in Kansas City. That's the way that it's always been. Um, you know, the big 12 tournament is one of my favorite weekends of the entire year. Uh, and especially when you've got a conference as good from top to bottom as the big 12 has been this season. I mean, it's elite high level quality basketball and and we're going to see that tonight with Kansas and Iowa state And, and Iowa state is a team that man, like it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about how Iowa state could win the big 12. Uh, the regular season title. Uh, they they started off really, really well. They cooled off quite a bit after that. And then I think that a lot of folks, including myself, you know, kind of put them in the next tier down. Like they weren't quite up there with Kansas and Baylor and Texas and even uh, TCU and Kansas State. They were kind of on that next rung down. But here they are. And and they looked really good yesterday. I know we talked about it in the last hour, but I, mean, I, I cannot get over the fact that they out-rebounded Baylor 44-17. to the, the offensive rebounds, that differential was 24 to 4. Uh, I mean, that is, again, uncharacteristic of a Scott Drew team, but just shows the level of physicality that Iowa State can play with and the fact that, you know, they, they do what they need to do to get up and get those rebounds. And so, you know, if that can continue for Iowa State today, uh, I don't think they're going to out-rebound Kansas quite at that margin. But, man, like if they can get up and they can get active on the boards, who knows what will happen. Totally. And and look, this is why we love March Madness, because it's the one opportunity right in sports, because football's just not played the same way. And the chances for upsets in football are far less likely than they are in a sport like basketball. But we love March Madness because it's madness. 
And because anybody can win at any point, and and it's absolutely to me, it's the greatest postseason. Is it the most fair? Not even close. But is it the most fun? Absolutely. And you know, it's it's a it's a format in a sport that has you know dazzled us forever. Wichita State's women bucked a trend in a year where they were an eight seed. 27 and 0. 27 and 0. A large sample size. They go out this year, they buck that trend. They get that win. Like it happens all the time. And so it's it's awesome to see it and watch it and have fun with it. It's why every fan base feels like you got a chance. It's why I think winning conference tournaments to get into the NCAA tournament, again, is it the most fair? Nope. Is it the most fun? Yep. And that's just the way it is. Like, it's not fair that a bad team can win a conference tournament and their entire body of work for the for the season just sort of goes in the, you know, in the trash can and they got hot. It doesn't matter because they won the game they needed to. And that's, again, I think that's the beauty of it. The beauty is in the chaos of it. And so the conference tournament's, it, they they just they mean a whole lot. Now, do they mean a whole lot for anybody remaining in the Big Twelve tournament? Not really, um, right? Because I think everybody's fates are mostly sealed. K State could have improved their lot in the draw. Maybe um, there was some debate about that, but that doesn't mean these teams don't want to win the Big Twelve tournament. Why wouldn't you? And it's such a good, you know, precursor for the NCAA tournament. It's very similar uh, to get a little experience. But when you look at, like, the AAC tournament, those fates are not sealed, right? Houston's in, Memphis maybe, and that's it. Everybody else, like, that's it. Season is on the line every night, and that's awesome. What a fun thing. So, yeah, we look at these tournaments, and we get excited about them. Even in the Big 12 sense, when they don't mean a whole lot, you don't think Iowa State wants to win that tournament and keep this trend alive? I mean— Ten years now, these two teams have dominated this tournament. On the men's side, I'd have to look, but I highly doubt that there has been a, a conference tournament so heavily, you know, favored to a handful of teams, especially one that's as competitive as the Big 12 is every year. Keep in mind also that all these teams in the Big 12 tournament, while their fates may have been sealed already, for the most part, I mean, I think outside of Oklahoma State, uh, as far as whether or not they make the NCAA tournament, like everybody knows pretty much what teams are going to be in from the Big 12. They're still jockeying for position as far as seeding is concerned, a lot of the teams. Like, I think Kansas, we know that they're going to be a number one seed. But, man, I don't know. We didn't talk about it with Kansas State in the last hour. But I don't know if that early exit will be the difference between them getting a two seed or a three seed. And, you know, people might say, well, does that really matter? I mean, it might as far as the draw. It might as far as the region. Uh, and who knows? I mean, we don't know until Selection Sunday, but these games do matter for the teams. Maybe not, you know, for their overall whether or not they make the tournament for the most part. But as far as where they're seated, sure, absolutely. Iowa State is in a position right now where every win that they have in the Big 12 tournament will absolutely go to what seed they will end up in in the NCAA tournament. And so, you know, that I think that's added motivation for sure for them. Uh, and something to keep in mind that, again, like while they know they're going to make the tournament, they don't exactly know where they're going to be seated. And so the season might not be on the line for them, but the difference between one seed to a, a lower seed, you know, is going to come into play. Yeah, I, I, uh, 
I love it. I, I just, these games are such a blast. And, like, the the reality is, Tommy, especially in the Big 12, like, they've all been a blast all year long, right? Like, it's not, this, this isn't any more or less awesome than a random Big Monday when two good teams meet up. I mean, it just, that's why, and, and I want to bring this a little bit bigger picture here. When we've been talking about the Big 12 and the maneuvering and, you know, conference realignment and everything, I I firmly believe that, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, that the Big 12's basketball brand, right, and, and, you know, if it's Arizona added and Gonzaga added and the ACC's ripe for poaching at some point and you go – shoot for the stars to some of those basketball centric schools, like you're going to end up with, you know, probably 18 to 20 basketball schools that are really, really good and that can provide a regular season. Man, I think that, I think you can get everybody on board with it. I really do. And, and it's, it would be something we haven't really seen totally utilized but i just don't know how people like how do you watch k-state and tcu last night and just not feel like that's a different level of basketball or a different not even different level that's probably not fair to the other leagues but a different viewing experience right that that's fun for anybody to watch two teams get that physical it's like old school nba i mean they're they're beating the hell out of each other Fighting hard for every basket. Uh, it means a lot to these guys, clearly. Jerome Tang said, by the way, after the game, that his team will not be underprepared for how physical these games are going to get the rest of the way again. He felt like they were underprepared for the physicality because I thought they were just as physical. TCU was just better at it yeah. than they were last night. But, you know, that aside, like KU, Iowa State's going to be the same way today. They're, they're, they're going to get is. after it just like that today. And I have a couple of thoughts as it relates to realignment that I want to talk about here in a minute. But to your point on KU and, and Iowa State, um, I'll tell you right now, my prediction in this game is that if Gabe Kalshier from Iowa State scores over 20 points, then it's going to be a long day for the Jayhawks. Uh, they've got to try to find a way to limit him. I mean, he was hitting shots yesterday against Baylor, and he's the kind of guy that you don't want him to heat up. Uh, you've got to do a, a good job defensively on him. And, you know, so I don't know if that's a purely Dewan Harris job or if that's a Kevin McCuller job, if he's available or a combination of them. But you've got to try to limit him. He's the main guy that can get Iowa State going offensively, kind of be that spark plug for them, especially now that Caleb Grill is away from the program. Um, and I would say he's probably the most consistent offensive threat that Iowa State has so you've got to try to limit him defensively that's going to be a, a key role uh, for the Jayhawks on the defensive side of the ball uh, and then as far as realignment and we haven't even talked about this Jacob because we've been talking about you know all of the actual results and the, the tournaments and all of that uh, Dennis Dodd from CBS who's been kind of the most consistent reporter on all of this this was yesterday about 23 hours ago uh, reported that the Big 12 is ready to pounce on the four corner schools and that Brett Yormark and the Big 12, they've had weekly conversations with those schools. Uh, I guess there's a Colorado Board of Regents meeting where they're going to be talking about the viability of the Pac-12. And Dodd is speculating that it may only take 
one of those four schools to 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 bounce and to go to the Big 12 and the other three may then follow. So definitely something to keep uh, keep close eyes on as it looks like this thing is starting to heat up. Yeah, look, I, I, it's the timing of it that gets interesting. And and I don't know, you know, the Pac-12 and, and the reporters that are have favored the Pac-12, and, and I don't say favored because of like an implied bias, even though I think there is some of that that's pretty unavoidable with these conversations. I just mean if you if you typically are getting information from one side or the other, one side's going to say one thing, one side's going to say the other. The Pac-12 doesn't want to show weakness. I saw Stuart Mandel point out today that the Pac-12 remains confident they'll get the same TV deal. And then in there he says, and and Oregon State and Washington State's presidents are downplaying this this week. Well, of course they are. They don't really have a sure. home. Nobody wants right. them. Like, yeah. of course they're going to downplay it. It's just like, you know, it's just like Aresco, the AAC conference commissioner yesterday, sent out like a memo, basically dogging the Power Five mentality. All this. I get it, right? He, he The AAC is in real trouble. So, of course, he's going to say that. Does anybody believe that the AAC is going to be in a great position when this all settles out? No. But what's the commissioner supposed to say? What is the president of Oregon State and Washington State supposed to say? They don't know where they're going to end up in all this. Like, well, and, and look like, you know, th- this whole um, belief that the Pac-12 is still going to be able to go and get the same deal that the Big 12 did. They is, might. No, they won't. There's no way. There is no I, I chance that they can get the same deal. They needed to be aggressive at the time. And the fact that they've sat on their hands, they, they're not. And, you know, people criticized the Big 12 deal at the time as, you know, not being a ton of money, like not being as much money as maybe people thought that they could have gotten. But at least they got it done, and now they're viable as a conference. I'd rather have that than the other way around. And that's what we're looking at with the Pac-12 right now. Look, I, I'm not going to sit here and say they won't get the TV deal because I have no idea. What I do have a pretty good guess on is even if they get the money, they're not getting the same exposure because of where that money is going to be, right? And if I'm a, you know, if I'm a school, and maybe look, the Pac-12 and their academics and all that stuff, okay, that's that's a totally different conversation. If that's the way the universities are going to go. Gosh, Tommy, nine times out of ten, money talks, man. And if, if, even if they get the same dollars, I don't think they're getting the same eyeballs. Because if it's not on Fox, if it's not on ESPN, if it's not on TNT, if it's not on uh, NBC, if it's not on ABC or CBS, and you're telling me it's going to be a combination of the Ion Network and maybe a little Amazon Prime and maybe a little Apple TV and – that just isn't the same thing. That's not equitable. Maybe it is 10 years from now, but it's not right now. Not when we're talking about sports, right? It's different when you want to go binge watch a show. But to, to think that you're going to get the same amount of eyeballs, it'd be like, Tommy, hey, Netflix bid for the Super Bowl next year, and the Super Bowl will be on Netflix. I get why Netflix would do that. Right? Totally. There won't be the same amount of people watching that on Netflix as there are on whichever network it's going to be on. So, yeah, you might get the same dollars. You might, you know, they might pony up and bid the same to get the TV. That's fine. Good for them. Well, the big but difference, it won't though, be the same that, level of exposure. The big difference in that scenario is that you can't, there's no way you can equate the Super Bowl to the Pac 12. And so I get what no, you're saying. No, that's not what like, I'm I trying get the to argument. Say. 
I get the argument as far as there are going to be media properties that are probably going to want to bid on what the Pac-12 has. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's going to be like, I don't know, even if they get the Ion Network and Amazon or whatever the combination is, while that's not ideal from an exposure point of view, like I, I, I do think that they'll, there will end up being a payday for the Pac-12 regardless of what, you know, combination of teams are in the conference. But I just don't think that that's going to be enough to keep these, you know, quote unquote, premier schools from staying in the Pac-12 it, for their brands, for their individual right. brands. That's, it's, that's it's what not, I've been saying. Right. It's, it's what not going to work from the beginning. Right. Like if if you if you want your brand out there and exposed the most, even if the dollars are the same, it won't be the same. Right. Because we still watch sports a certain way and it does matter the ratings tell us it matters if the game is on espn versus espn plus where are the more eyeballs going to be they're going to be on espn no matter who's playing that's and you know I mean, what now we're also getting these uh and it started a couple of weeks ago with baylor's athletic director talking about i think he was mentioning gonzaga and that was kind of the first time that we've seen member schools actually starting to comment on some of these realignment type deals where really they had been quiet about all of it. It was Baylor's athletic director first. And now, and we didn't, we haven't talked about this at all, both Bill Self before the incident yesterday when he was doing his media availability and Jerome Tang, both of them talked about Big 12 expansion and realignment. They both were specifically mentioning other schools. Jerome Tang, his quote was, I've always thought the Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah, are a natural fit for us. Who doesn't want to visit Arizona? Those were Jerome Tang's words. We have because, not seen God, Brett Yormark's good at his job. Right. Because you, you know Brett Yormark's right. like, hey, guys, let's focus on this, Here please. are the talking like, points. Could, yeah. here, here we go. This is good for all of us. I want you guys, yep. I want you guys to talk about this. And I mean, before, that's... where this was something that was limited by the the presidents of the universities and maybe the athletic directors, and then of course, you know, Brett Yormark in the center of all of it. Now it's trickling down to the coaches are talking about, hey, this would be really good for the conference. And I mean, it's of course it's it's orchestrated, but that's again to your point, Brett Yormark is pretty intelligent in the way he wants to do this. I'm going to have to be careful about what I'm going to say, but I really want to say it, one, because I think it's funny, and two, because I think it's at least partially true. But do you know who values an opinion of a high-level college administrator more than a high-level college administrator? Nobody, right? Right. Nobody does. And and the reality is it doesn't matter in this conversation if a president – now, they're going to have the final say, kind of, if – I don't know how it's structured out west, but around here there's a board of regents. And if a board of regents is told, hey, guys, our schools have an opportunity for X amount of exposure that we equate to X amount of dollars if we have this opportunity, what does everybody think here? We don't line up with it. We don't offer the same level of science program, but we really love that science program. We we should stick where we are and and cost ourselves – you know, whatever we evaluate this dollar, fit, it's not going to happen, right? So it may happen at some schools. I, I don't want to say that universally because, you know, there are really prestigious academic universities everywhere and especially out West. But you know what? I, I, I think that K-State and Kansas think they're pretty dang prestigious too right. academically. And some and of that what? stuff 
is just it's just putting your nose in the air. Right. Great. Keep it there. And we'll see how this works out. And of course, we've known for a long time that Bill Self is a very, very effective and eloquent spokesman for the university. And when he wants something and he says it, it's going to happen. Jerome Tang has built up a lot of equity in his name over this last season. And why not? And I don't know if Brett Yormark actually, you know, said, hey, here are the talking points, guys. Uh, or if it's just them shooting from the hip and, and them saying that, yeah, they do think it's a good thing. But regardless, their voices carry weight. And I, I don't think that, yeah, it's great. Ultimately, the president of the university will have the final say with the Board of Regents and all of that. But, man, having your very, very public basketball coaches vocally supporting it, that can go a long way. I'm going to end it with this, Tommy. Let's say you're Arizona State. And you're trying to make this decision. Selling tickets matters too, right? And I'm yep. talking just about basketball as a small, small component of this. But if you're Arizona State and you don't sell a ton of basketball tickets, and do you think you'll have a better chance to sell out some home games if you've got top 10 Kansas, top 10 Baylor, potentially top 10 Kansas State, top 10, you know, Gonzaga at some point coming into town? Of course you will. 100%. Like the TV deals matter, but it's more than just the dollars of the TV deal. The Big 12 is exploding in popularity right now. Exploding. And we'll see if they can pay off on it. That was a tangent we weren't quite expecting today. We'll come back another full segment here on Sports Daily Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.